Let's go! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the House of Mario, episode 15. I'm your host, Drew Agnew, and joining me, as always, is Bryce DeWitt. Hey. Bryce, what you been up to? What have I been up to? Yeah. Yeah. Not much. Not much. Okay. Not much. Well, what have you been playing? What have I been playing? Jeez. Uh, <laughs> mainly PUBG at the moment. PUBG, cool. Yeah, I picked it up a couple of days ago, sort of thing. Well, somebody owed me a favour. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we started playing PUBG, and um, yeah, I, I, that's pretty much how I spent my last couple of days, just trying to learn how to PUBG. Well, since uh, since we last talked, have you got any chicken dinners? No, no chicken dinner. No, no. I I, I always get really close, but then I choke. Yeah. Yeah. It, it gets really intense by that last couple of minutes, basically. PUBG is one of the games I've been wanting to get into this year. I just haven't got around to picking it up. Yeah. So, if you've got it, I should get it and uh, play with you. Yeah, well, I'm on PC, though. Yeah, I'll get it on PC. Okay, okay. It's only coming out on Xbox, and I don't really want to pay uh, Xbox Live, so... <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> enough. a good enough reason. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, I think it's like $40 or something. Is it? I think so. I think so. I'll have to have a look, but yeah. Mm, not too bad. Mm. Yeah, I've been playing Destiny 2, just, Destiny to, just to get the non-Nintendo games out of the way first. Uh yeah, been getting into that a bit. Um, just learning my way. Never played Destiny One really, apart from that twenty minutes. Yeah, I <laughs> I, I paid for a uh, oh no, I didn't pay for a beta key for that one. I just played the open beta for Destiny Two on PC. It was really good on PC, so I'm pretty excited for it to come out in October. Yep. Unfortunately, it lands in the middle of so many games coming out from Nintendo that I want prior to actually getting Destiny Two, like Fire Emblem Warriors and Odyssey. Mm. So, that's unfortunate for me. Yeah. When does it come out? Like, in the middle of October? No, it's like the 21st of October. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even in the middle. So, it's... what's that, a week before Mario, and that's just, like, the same day as Warriors? I think so, yeah. It's not even It's not even a week before Mario. Wow. It's ridiculous. So, Mario's obvious priority for the Switch, so... Yeah. I mean it it has to be the thing I pick up. At the at the moment it's a hard choice as to whether I'm going to pick up Fire Emblem Warriors first or whether I'm going to pick up Destiny 2 first. Cuz I w- I really want to play both. I really enjoyed Destiny 2 beta on PC and I love Muso games and Fire Emblem. So yeah, it's a, it's a really bad mix up of the three that I've got to sort of pick between like what I want in a game at the time. Yeah. I'm I'm really enjoying it so far though. Uh, I was listening to the Destiny community podcast today just to sort of, you know, learn a bit more. Get into so, so much to it, and I spent the last. I've only played it like a couple of nights. I'm level eight in it. Level eight. <laughs> yeah, level eight, and I'm like learn, learning all the guns, learning you know what light level is. And I was listening to the podcast and I was talking about all these things. I'm like, mm, still don't know what that is. Still don't know what that is. Like, there's a, it's going to be a lot to it, which I'm, I'm happy to get into it. I'm most excited about it just being like a water cooler game, just to log on and be like, hey guys, 
because I don't really haven't had that for years since like Xbox 360 days. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not sure if you're going to get that from Destiny, unfortunately. Mm. Like, if when, that won't give it to me, nothing else will, though. Well, I mean, when you get to the end of game and end of the game in Destiny, it becomes very much an MMO, uh, MMO dedication type of thing. Yeah, like you have to learn raids and stuff, and you have to know how to do them, and they're kind of important and integral to the end game. Like, there's not much. There's not really much else you can fill the gaps with there. Yeah, see, I don't mind that. Just, you need a crew. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, got a, I've got a few people in mind. I've just got to wrangle them up. Well, yeah. But then you also have to hope that they don't do raids because I'm pretty sure raids get capped. Like, you, the, the, pro- the problem with games like... The problem with games like that is that um, once you loot a place once for a week, you can't loot it again until the following week. I'm not sure if that's how it worked in Destiny 1, but from what I remember, that is the case. Um, I couldn't tell you. I can't do them yet. I'm not level no. 20 yet. I, I never got around to them in Destiny 1 because I thought Des- mm. I, I thought Bungie's business model was really shit, and so I didn't support the game. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a god-awful business model, and they, yeah, f- for the beginning of it at least, they didn't want to sell the expansions uh, separately with the Taken King. So you had to buy a brand new copy of Destiny, and I was not up for that. So I never on, on the disc. You had to buy um, the whole thing again, but online you just bought it for thirty bucks. What? Don't worry, doesn't matter. <laughs> we have to go too deep into Destiny talk anyway. Yeah. Um, something I have been playing on Switch is a uh, Lich Spear, a uh, Double Spear Edition. I didn't even know Lich Spear came out. It came out last week. Yeah. Oh, okay. A slew of indie games came out last week, and this was the one I got to play. And. Uh, when I first started it, it 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 reminded me in the best way. This isn't a knock against the game, but it reminded me of like a mobile game, like it's easy to get into and it uh, captures your attention for a while. Right, gotcha. Because I I downloaded the game and I was about to go to work on the farm. And I was going to spend fifteen minutes on it. I ended up spending about an hour on it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, <laughs> the basic <laughs> the basic premise of of the game is you're a ba- you've you're Mister Lich Spear. You can choose a boy or a girl. Right. You can choose names for them. They're, they're like real German names. The uh, the whole of game, course. the whole game's like got like a real German sense of humor about it. Well, I mean, Lichtspear. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and this right. game's this game is actually published by the Crunching Koalas, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Yep, yep. I remember that much. Who are from Poland, not Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Shoutouts to Crunching Koalas. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you're you're a guy in the bottom left with a javelin, yeah, and, and you throw it at enemies, and that and that's the simple premise. And a couple of levels in, I noticed it's actually pretty deep. There's actually like a skill tree and all this stuff you can unlock with points. Right. <laughs> yeah, it actually goes in a lot deeper than you think. You might you think it might just be like you know, like score attack or something like that. Mm, yeah, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. And I've actually found myself on a level now where it's super hard. I can't get past the first stage. So each world it's set into stages. So once you once you clear the amount of enemies, it actually like goes into another screen. Okay, right. right. So it's so it's like wave wave mode type deal. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So there's some enemies that are really big and are slowly progressing. There's other ones which are really fast. There's some in the air. You've got to like judge who you're gonna kill first before you. Okay. Who are you going for? This is similar to something that's already out on the Switch, so I already know the concept you're talking about. What game's that? Uh, Has Been Heroes is very similar. Is it? 
Very. Except mm. the difference is, is there's three different planes and you have to swap between uh, a couple of heroes in order to make the most of what you know you can and the difference is there is also that it's roguelike instead of chapter based so basically you just keep pounding your head at the game until something works that's yep. generally how has been heroes works i i got i got a physical copy of that because <laughs> i ratted i ratted down eb games to give me one because i traded in i think it was like 200 dollars worth of gear towards my switch and then I think like a week later they were like, ah, yeah, it is the deal. You trade in like a hundred dollars worth of stuff. Yeah, and I was like, uh, no. <laughs> so <laughs> I went back there with receipts and got them to redo the whole thing for the free copy because mm. it's forty dollars. It, yeah. it, it was it was forty dollars, and like to be honest, I think I've played it for maybe about thirty minutes. It's really, it's a hit and miss. I'm seeing a, I'm seeing a lot of hit and miss reviews from all different platforms as well for has been. Yeah, so. I have to. Like, have you been, like, would you say they're, you know, on the ball or? I think, I, I think the concept they have uh, for the game is interesting. Yeah. However, I don't think it's very, very well melded. Mm. It, it's basically like here, put, put plants versus zombies into a roguelike. It's really kind of odd. I would imagine the more you play it, the more satisfying it gets. That's what I've been reading for most reviews anyway. They're like, once you've put in about 15 hours, I'm like, nah, that's that's way too much time for me to care. Yeah, like a lot of games, if if someone says, oh, it's really good once you put 20 hours into it, it's like, well, that's... You could probably play two games within yeah, that amount of time. Exactly. Yeah. Like, when you, think, when you think of it from that perspective, it's like, hey, I put 20 hours into this game... Uh, but the previous the previous hours before I actually got to this point were just unfun, totally boring. Didn't want to play it. Mm. That's basically the experience that I got from it because I was like, I was like, okay, I, I know I know the term roguelike. I know how they work. So I know I'm going to be beating my head against the pavement for at least a couple hours, maybe. And then I read online that you'd be beating your head against the pavement for about twenty. I'm like, no. Nah. Nah, nah, that's that's not for me. I'm I'm I can understand where the appeal would probably land once you've played those twenty hours because some of the some of the comic mechanics are satisfying, but doing them for 10, twenty straight hours just to get to something that's decent, yeah, that's, yeah, that's too much of my time. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It didn't really interest me that game, but just going back to Lich Spear, I find it really like addicting because you can get um. You go for like headshots, multipliers by you know doing headshots. Yeah. Going for certain parts of the body, and yeah, I, yeah, it hooked me for an hour, <laughs> just when I should be should have been heading to work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's a uh, fifteen dollars Australian and ten dollars American, and probably oh, have to eight give it a crack. Sometime. European dollars, I don't know where what it is in Europe, but yeah, it's a uh, it's it's worth it. I think it's good. I have fun. to give it a crack sometime. Be fun. And uh, t- speaking of uh, the crunching koalas, um, Tom from the studio actually made uh, made news the other week because not even the other week was it? This was this week, yeah. Yeah, it was this week. Jeez. And the uh, a Reddit uh, a well Reddit question and answers AMA AMA. That's what yep. I was looking for. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, he actually said that Nintendo are working on an achievement system for the Switch. What what do you think of uh, an achievement system for the Switch? I know there's been that many rumors for every single console since the Wii that is getting an achievement system, which none of them have come true. So I don't believe this one. 
see, there's an issue as well, is that you have to remember that these guys are from Poland. Okay? So, if they were, if they were in an English-speaking forum talking about... Yes, yeah. Talking about something, they could have easily meant an achievement system as coming for Lichtspear. Or one of their games, yes. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's it's hard to determine. I would absolutely love an achievement system, don't get me wrong. It, mm. But, you know, given the track record, and I'm pretty sure they've commented on it before, they're just kind of like, oh, you know, it, it kind of takes... I, I believe the comment was, it takes fun away from the game when you're making it a task, and that's why they didn't like achievements. Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what Reggie said. Well, they said they don't want to um, tell the player how to play the game. Yeah, essentially. They're making yeah. it a task, yeah. So And that that to me just sounds like an excuse. It of course it's an excuse. You don't have like it's the if, same thing same reason that, you know, Sony won't be doing the Exactly, yeah. Cross platform thing. It's just an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're like we don't want the t- we don't want to spend the time and effort and money to make people happy. Because if people <laughs> if people who are playing an Xbox game don't want to be like told quote quote <laughs> how to play a video game they won't pl- do the achievements so they, they won't go and do it no exactly let's play how they want but it's something extra there if they want to um, if they yeah. want to make the most of a game yeah which is a big which which is the big argument really you know if you've got an achievement system there you make the most of the game trying to get that you know platinum or diamond 100g achievement <laughs> or you know when you look at it from that perspective it's just <sighs> You know, there's no reason for it not to happen, I guess. I can understand where they're coming from, where they're kind of just like it takes it takes the fun out of it <laughs> to a degree. Yeah. It takes it takes the childlike marvel and wonder out of it. But mm. in saying that, I think a lot of a lot of gamers are growing up and you know, a, there's a lot of people out there that just absolutely love absolutely ringing out a game of all it's got yeah because uh, like, personally I don't I've never cared about Xbox achievements even when I was you know playing Xbox Steam achievements don't care but uh, trophies on PlayStation I actually they actually did hook, hook me every now and again not the complete opposite <laughs> yeah well that's, that's okay but just trying to get the like I find aiming for a platinum trophy to be you know satisfying and a level to be ticking up on your profile to be satisfying I like big numbers. You like big numbers? <laughs> I've got 25k gamer score on my Xbox account. So. I, I think it just comes down to how people's brains work. I don't know. Yeah, it's how it's yeah. how people's brains tick. And it's it also just... depends on how, on what they've grown up with too. Yeah. Like, in saying that, you know, you were more into the PlayStation, I was more into the Xbox. So it was kind of like, well, you know, you, you sit on that level. The thing, the same, the same reason that I find numbers so satisfying is the same reason that you find trophies so satisfying mm. I, I the reason I prefer them more than I do trophies being somebody who owns both consoles Likewise, is that I'm yeah. I'm always seeing a progress via number whereas not so much a leveling bar with yeah. trophies that that's my big thing and seeing seeing like a seeing like a set of Seeing a set of numbers, for example, just adding to my bar, all I care about is that overall bar. Whereas in trophies, it's like, yeah, oh, you got a bronze trophy. I'm like, eh. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yay. <laughs> I don't know how much that adds to my bar. <laughs> like, that's that's just my personal opinion. 
I like going into my friends' sort of profiles and just seeing how many platinums they have. Going, oh yeah, going in to see how like what games they've hundred percented. That's right. you can do it on Xbox as well when it says hundred percent, you know, achievements and that. Yeah, as well. But seeing a shiny trophy is different. Mm. Like seeing that on your profile is like woo. Because obviously, at the at the end of the day, none of this matters to enhance, you know, your gaming experience. Well, but it does sort of give you that little little bit of incentive to sort of yeah dig out each game. And I, I would like to see that on Switch, just to like ring out a game like something like Zelda, where it's like go and get all. 900 Korok seeds. People who are crazy enough to do that anyway are doing it. But it, yeah. would, it would be nice just to have a little thing on your profile that said, you know, you've got all the Korok seeds. Are you saying a Hess 2 poop is not enough? I mean, no, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> at, at, at the moment, you, you, you can... um, It's encouraging to share your screenshots on Twitter and all these things to be social. But it would be nice just to have your profile on the switch to be you know to show all your achievements to your friends well that's the thing as well is that a lot of these things already have social media interaction in with them mm. it's like if you get a platinum trophy you can share the screenshot at the time you got a platinum trophy yeah or yeah. same thing with xbox and like the diamond diamond gamer score <laughs> do you remember like in the ps3 days or the xbox 360 days when you hook up your facebook account to to your achievements or your trophies and every single trophy oh, you get God. it puts it to Facebook I can't believe they thought that was a good idea when they initially did it because I had mine doing that for a bit just like hey I've got a bronze trophy it's like Facebook status I've hey got a- he's got another he's got a gold trophy this time everyone he's got a gold trophy in Hannah Montana yeah <laughs> I, only got, I think I only got the bronze in those <laughs> a friend bought it for me because uh, it's an easy platinum trophy I never I never done it though. That drove me nuts. <laughs> that's that's the other thing is just like sitting there and you're like, oh, cheap game, easy trophies. Yeah. <laughs> like, ugh. it's just just thinking of it like that. How much money have we spent on trash games for trophies? Mm. But that's the thing. These game like on the PlayStation, bad games get sold if they have, you know, easy platinum trophies. People buy games for trophies. Yeah, in a lot yeah. of cases. So, a lot of indie games, they could, you know, potentially be like, oh, no, they shouldn't do this because it should be a good game to sell your game. Of course. But yeah. you I think shouldn't. an achievement system would help, you know, games to be sold on the platform. Mm-hmm. I don't know. In my opinion, if you take that away from everyone, then, like, they have to make their own achievement systems to put in place. And because they don't mean anything to the overall... Uh, like the overall spectrum, like on your Switch, you've got like a number or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, if you pick up a trash game or whatever, you know, you're like, well, going to get rid of it because it's not going to matter, right? Like, and it stops people from going, hey, this game's easy, therefore I'm going to pick it up, like platinum it. We'll just refer to it as that. We'll platinum that game and then we'll get rid of it. You're still supporting, especially, especially to some companies which... You know, many many people have probably heard me complain and bitch about before, but supporting companies that don't exactly deserve it for putting out half-ass efforts. Mm. Like, if you're buying them for the easy trophy, you're still giving them money and you're still supporting them. Even if you don't agree, you're like, oh, this game is absolutely awful. Why would you support it? Yeah, well, there's been a few PlayStation games come up this year that literally in the description, it just says, easy platinum trophy. And it takes like... Yeah, like it, it's got there. Are, there's a few situations on PlayStation where it's gotten really bad, 
That's awful. Because, for example, Sonic Mania didn't have a platinum trophy because it's a smaller downloadable game. Right, gotcha. Whereas, like, but of of course it's not. It's bloody Sonic the Hedgehog. It sh- it should be, of like you know, it should be recognised as a full game with, you know, a platinum trophy and all this stuff. Of course. Whereas, um, I forgot what the game was called, but it was just like a really simple, like puzzle game, and you could get all the trophies within half an hour. Right. And, and in in the description, it literally said easy platinum trophy. Wow. That is, it said something like the. Quickest platinum trophy, you know, whatever. But that's awful. Yeah, see, you don't you don't want a system where it gets broken that much. But PlayStation, they generally don't handle their trophies that well. It's sort of a mess. Whereas Xbox, they're like every game, thousand gamer score, you know, plus DLC. You know, yeah, whatever. yeah. It's a bit more muddled on PlayStation, though, unfortunately. Yeah. Yep. But what do you think they could do on Switch to sort of you know make it like a cool thing? And actually make you want to dig up all the achievements, whatever, out of the game. I mean, they could do... I don't know, it's really hard, actually. Mm. Trying to think of it. I would imagine they would have to trouble... They would either have to... Mm. Do you even want it? I mean, I want it. I want it. But... At the same time, it's kind of just like, how would they, how would they roll with it? Would it just be like, oh, like you get a power up for every achievement or something? Maybe it kind of acts like trophies, but they're power ups. Maybe like badges or something you can pin around. I don't know. Uh, Would you want something like tangible? Actually, no. You know what I would really like? Like the badge arcade on the 3DS. We, you might be actually be able to get something to show off. I was about to say, I would really, I would really, really like them to have purpose. Mm, yeah you know you can um get stickers you can decorate your home screen with and stuff like you were just saying pretty much you know uh or you know if you platinum a game or something like that again platinum (laughs) (laughs) if if you if you do something like that then you unlock a special theme that came with it as part of a reward yeah that'd be cool that would be really cool. I know a lot of people would be then complaining about it. They're just like, "Why can't you buy this?" And it's just like, "Well, you got to play the game to earn it." Yeah, right. I find that I find that's one of the bigger flaws of having like themes and stuff on the consoles marketplace and stuff like that because it seems like something that'd be such a cool reward for beating the shit out of a game. Yeah, um, on PlayStation, um, some platinum trophies you get an email from Sony and they give you an exclusive theme. Really? Yeah, that happened with Horizon Zero Dawn. A lot of people who platinum that game got an email with a exclusive theme. Oh, and okay. the um the avatar the avatar items on uh, Xbox three sixty, that'll be pretty cool. To have like something like like a actual thing to be rewarded by. What do you think if uh, if you got all like something like if you got all the achievements or all the stamps or whatever they're gonna call them, what do you think of something like like a theme or a me item or something like that? Yeah, I mean, as long as you get a reward from it, I suppose. I think, like, I don't care. I don't even really give a shit if it's, like, you know, a, a bit a number or a trophy. But as long as you're rewarded from it somehow, it'd be great. You don't have to get rewarded for every single achievement. Mm. But for, like, the bigger ones or something, maybe, again, you, you get a sticker for your home screen, you get a wallpaper, you get a theme, you get a me item, something. You know, yeah. I know Mii's aren't as much present in the Switch as they have been in other consoles, but you, you can dress up your profile picture, right? Like, yeah, yeah, you can do that. You yeah. you would 
you would think even if it's just in the profile picture showing you have that item is still something you get sen- I- you get sent a gold amiibo <laughs> <laughs> i would have really thought that the um, I-, I know that me's are very basic and they've just kept them very basic for very simple reasons aka we'll just make a shit ton of games with me's but I-, I was really hoping that like they would have evolved to a certain degree by now i, I know with Metopia they kind of did mm. on the 3ds um but still like that that's that is for one game and i don't know i just, I just feel like there's so much more they could they could utilize with me's and especially in a, in an achievement system where you can earn items for them instead of like i don't know 3ds puzzle pieces for walking for some reason yeah, that was pretty cool, though. I mean, it was they cool. Could, they could do, like, a puzzle. It could be, like, a puzzle. Each game has a puzzle, and you unlock the pieces of... Even. I did not even think of that. They, it's like a puzzle, and that unlocks the theme at the end or something. That could be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Because the Switch is in dire need of a theme. It's pretty... It's really bland at the moment. They need... Yeah, it's white or black. Yep. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> Are you starting to sing the Michael Jackson song? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right you want to go into the next topic of the show sure what do we got so we are uh, what we have listed here well so basically jules um what sham uh he, he had a game on uh 3D- chicken wiggle <laughs> had a game on the 3ds called chicken wiggle and it was exclusively exclusively on the, the 3ds not the switch not vita not ps4 hang just- on is that a chicken with a backpack uh, yeah, there's a chicken with a backpack and a worm in it, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Banjo! <laughs> uh, so, he released a blog post um, a couple of days ago. Oh, dear. I'm clicking everywhere. <laughs> Wait, is this... Hang on, scroll up. I'm scrolling. While, while, we're, while we're looking I'm, at I'm, sc- I'm scrolling up. Is that Mutant Muds? Yeah, it's the same... So, he made Mutant Muds. So, he's the same developer as Mutant Muds, um, Exo Drifter, Bomb Monkey, Treasure Noughts. And uh, a few other games. Totes the goat. Yeah, totes the goat. And chicken. Wings. So he's, he's had a lot of experience and uh, a good amount of success on 3ds. And he released a blog post the other, or oh, I think it was today or yesterday, basically saying that the game has sold 10% of Exo Drifters' first day sales, which um, isn't good. And he basically went on to like sort of be a sort of guess why that might have happened. And one of the reasons was that, you know, Switch, like 3DS users have already moved on the Switch. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I can say from my point of view where I haven't gone to the 3DS eShop since I've gotten my Switch. And as a big Nintendo fan who plays lots of indie games on Nintendo platforms, I've never even seen this game. <laughs> so I'll probably say that the reason is that a lot of people have moved the Switch. Yeah. Yeah, have like have you really played your 3ds much? I mean, I've turned my 3ds on. I can't say I've really played it. Mm. I, I I've turned it on, looked at my home menu, gone. Gee, I have a lot of things I can play. Well, time to turn on my Switch. <laughs> yeah, because in the end, you know, even if I'm just going back to Zelda or something, it just I don't know. It feels better to play. Mm. Because I'm going to go back to it for Metroid uh, next week and Pokemon in November. But apart from that, I think that's it. Unless there's going to be more huge games next week. Or next year, more or less. Next year. Yeah. Hmm. 
I mean, there wouldn't really be, would there? Might be a couple, but... Mm, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, it's it's at that point of the 3DS's life where it's kind of just like, well... I mean, how long's it been? Jesus. Well, 2011. It's 2017 now, so yeah, six Christ, years. Six years. Oh, boy. Yeah, six and a half. Was mm. it September now? I still remember picking up my first 3DS. It was on launch day. Mm-hmm. I, uh, well, let's yeah, let's reminisce about 3ds. Let's go yeah, into this, yeah. Just just real quick, um, while we're talking about 3ds in general, uh, the day I picked up my original 3ds was it a sunny day. It was a sunny day. It's a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday, and uh, I went hopping your skip in your feet. <laughs> I went to the local EB Games. Yeah, I went to the local EB Games. I picked it up uh, with a copy of Rayman. Ooh. Went to KFC. <laughs> At that time, they had chicken doubles out. Yeah. I was just like, I want to get myself a greasy chicken double. Did that. Ooh. Yeah. And I made sure to clean my hands off every turn that I picked up that 3DS. <laughs> but I remember, remember spending ages with the 3D on just being just being absolutely marveled. Yep. It was, it was at the time, very, very crazy. I yeah. thought it was I thought it was a nuts concept. I was really excited for it. I was really into the 3DS, but then eventually, 3D just became a jarring thing, mm. and I never play with it on anymore, at all for it under any circumstance. <laughs> the first time I used it, I remember just like my eye just twitching. It just like <laughs> spasmed right out. I'm like. Because I was playing Rayman as well, and my eye just went. Doo, 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 doo. I was like, "Oh!" <laughs> <laughs> had to like, had to like turn it off for a little bit. I got used to it eventually. I used to play with it on, on all the time before, eventually, you know, games just stopped really innovating with it. Yeah. But yeah. the first game that really made good use of it was uh, Mario Three D Land. Oh yeah. That game was harder to play with it off. Oh, of course, which, because there's there's less depth perception. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like you know, Nintendo uses their their gimmicks well usually yep and uh yeah made it good <laughs> yeah no pretty much but yeah I just with, with the 3DS's library you know it was, has been pretty strong up until about this point where nobody really cares mm. you know Switch is out everybody's catching up on that Switch news that came under B83 and they're all excited for that they're like better start putting away my pennies this year is going to be a big one and it has been yeah you know come October it's going to be real big. There's so many games coming out in the in two weeks. I know that three of them are re-releases, pretty much. But you know, that's that's still more Switch content. And then, you know, come come December and into next year, whatever. You know, we've got we've got Xenoblade Metroid, Poke, new Pokemon game, all sorts of shit coming up. So, really, the 3DS has kind of pushed its point. It's made use of its gimmick nobody cares about the gimmick anymore because they're releasing like 3DS's without it 2DS's yeah you know so I think it's just at that point in time where they're trying to shovel out the last bit of oomph they can for it because they're realising how much the Switch is selling and how much people are actually spending on the eShop and stuff now which is clearly by this article not a lot so well he's pretty much said that Indie games are dead on 3DS. Well, yeah, because nobody's <laughs> nobody's playing it. Yeah. Well, people are probably playing it, but I think it's more... The people picking it up now are more 
with the kids or people picking it up cheap. They're going to Target. They're going to a store picking up some box games. I don't think they're the type of people going looking for like the interesting indie games on the eShop necessarily. No, look, I, and I can understand that. I would absolutely have loved to have been like, oh, look, I'm me and I, I paid $150 for a 3DS and I paid 200 for mine. Mm. It's still not that cheap though. They're still 250 well, if you want a brand new... 2DS. 2DS. If you forego the 3D and you don't give a shit about the 3D gimmick, yeah. you can still play 3DS games. Yeah. yeah. Right? If you, so, want a, if you want a cheese wedge. Cheese wedge or don't the fault new foldy ones? Yeah, they're two. They're two hundred. They're two hundred. Still a bit though. This that's is not cheap. Cheap. That's still cheaper than what I paid for. <laughs> that yeah. was still what, almost. How half much did we pay? We paid three hundred and fifty. That's right. Yeah, we paid three hundred and fifty. Uh, we got a bunch of free NES games and a bunch of free GBA games. I, not sure if it was worth it. I but, got mine with a Dick Smith's deal, which was uh, two eighty with Rayman. So I actually got it for not too bad. Yeah, I paid full price. <laughs> yeah, good old EB Games, huh? Oh, no. I love EB Games. Love them. I remember, like, being so nervous that it wasn't going to be, like... There on the day. On the day. Yeah, that's why That's why I didn't go anywhere else. <laughs> and after school, I was, like... I was going to the PO box, just like, Oh, God, please be here. <laughs> <laughs> and it was. So, goody. Yay! 3DS. 3DS. Yeah. What um, a great console. Look, yeah. It, I loved my 3DS so much. It's a fantastic console, but you know, driving the point home, driving the point home to it, you know, I think it's coming to its time's end. Now they've got a console that overshadows anything else that they're going to put out, yeah, in in place of the 3ds. Like, I don't, I don't know whether it was their intention, but they've really stunted their handheld market to the Switch now. Hmm. I think, I think it was their intention because I think it's getting too hard to sort of compete with, you know, mobile phones and. Well, yeah, of course it is. So they sort of had to put the eggs in one basket because they couldn't keep going with the Wii U another console after the Wii U yeah it's too hard to go against the PlayStation and Xbox and they couldn't just release another you know essentially a high powered Vita or 3DS yep because that would get you know swallowed as well so the Switch was probably the way to go just put all the eggs in one basket I've said it before, but they should just they should just keep going with what they're doing. I don't I don't care if the next console is the Switch too. <laughs> you know, I I think I yeah. think it is an ingenious what they're doing, and I know that you know they'll they'll probably think from the business business decision side they'll probably just be like, oh, people are tired of the tired of the gimmick. Mm. But I think that at that point, it's not a gimmick. It's how the console is made. Yeah, it'd be interesting you know. to see where the Switch is in like three years. Uh, see I how mean, it's gone. The, there's going to be a lot out by then and I think because it's appealing to a lot of fan bases right now yeah it's going to be very popular a lot of adults seem to like it because it's so convenient it's super convenient just being like you're listening to people who are on other podcasts just say it's, it's so convenient taking on aeroplane trips on car trips absolutely when you go on a holiday when you're going to work you play half an hour at lunchtime I was able to get th- put as many hours into Zelda because I can just take it with me and play it wherever. I could play half an hour while I'm cooking or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> as well. Like, just like you take it with you. Whereas on the other consoles, I, I can't put that much time into games. No, because you have to sit down. <laughs> you have yeah. to sit down at home and you have to do something about it. Whereas, you know, Switch is pretty much ingenious in that matter. I remember all the. I remember so much naysaying, so much naysaying when it came out because a lot of people were like, "Oh, my Switch is broken," you know, general defuncts that happened with everything. Yeah, 
you know, my switch is bending. It's like my switch is bending and like, for some reason it makes this weird noise. But like, everybody seems to have uh, forgotten, rather, that the first PS4s, when they came out, the HDMI ports were lighting on fire. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, like a few of them, yeah. Yeah, you know. I had this kid come up to me and was like, oh, isn't the switch really bad? I'm like... No, no, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. It's really good. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I've seen this video on YouTube where, where they're, they're all lighting on fire and stuff." I'm like, "Well, you know." I, I just said to him, "Well, imagine those thirty out of the, you know, million or whatever there are out there. There's not that many." No, yeah. I feel so sorry for those bastards who it's happening to. But well, of course. And if know. it was happening to me, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm so outraged," and make a video and. Makes it seem like it's the end of the world on YouTube as well. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it really isn't. Like, it yeah. is... Uh, the, again, the naysaying was absolutely incredible to begin with. Mm. I do hope Nintendo, you know, gave them a new one or oh, something. they would have. Yeah. There's there's absolutely no doubt that they wouldn't have because it's hardware, defu- like, malfunction. There's there's nothing there's nothing they can say in a legal stance that'd be like, well, it's not our fault because it's clearly their fault. Mm. Unless somebody's actually thrown that thing in, like, a wall. And they're <laughs> like, oh, now it makes a weird sound. And it's like, well, yeah, it's because you threw it at a wall, you dumbass. Mm. I'm just looking at mine now. It's not bent. <laughs> I haven't checked one. I don't care. <laughs> because it re- like... If I check it, I'm going to be like, now I'm OCD about it. <laughs> I just got it so it's a curved screen like my monitor here. <laughs> so it actually wraps... I get the 3D experience. That's the idea. <laughs> um, but, you know, c- continue on with it. And... <laughs> I'm, I'm, happy, I'm happy with the direction it's going. I, I, can't, I can't say it enough. Um... And I just want the library to grow for now. It's super important that that library just gets as big as possible. Yeah. I mean... I mean, the the amount of indie games coming to it every week, the library's getting really big. Oh, yeah, real quick, too. Yeah, and like Nintendo's support this year has been... I'm not going to say phenomenal, but very good. Yeah. By the end of 2018, 2019, we're going to be very happy customers. Well, I saw the missing piece of that puzzle is... The big third-party games. That's what. That's what we're sort of waiting for now. I mean, there was IGN has already talked about Skyrim on Switch. I know. I know. Okay. I know Skyrim's been released a million times. Some people don't care. Some people do. That's fine. But IGN have said that's that's looking really good. Yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah, plays just like you want it to and stuff like that, which is fantastic. I know it's a port, but again, people will care. And if people buy it on the Switch. Look, I don't care if you've played played Skyrim ten times. If you still enjoy playing Skyrim, consider picking it up. I'm not saying don't, but it shows a lot, especially to Bethesda. Mm. We could see stuff like, you know, they could port Fallout Four or something, and that'd be really nice. Yeah, you know, something like that'd be really cool. I know that it's not, again, with the porting and <laughs> all that, but any any support really is kind of necessary to keep the flow going. We can't really just have, like, numbers. I, I I know that, like, some people are going to avoid some games. Like, I'm going to avoid, like, FIFA on the Switch, for example. I'm not mm. going to touch it with a 10-foot pole because they're not putting as much effort into it. You're not a football fan either. I enjoy FIFA. I think it's okay. Yeah. And I would buy it if they're actually... The only reason I haven't ever bought an EA game on the Switch is because they've never put their effort into it. Uh, on the Switch, on the Wii U, 
and onward, whatever, yeah. um, is because they haven't put their effort into it. So if they'd put their effort into it, I would find it on sale and I would buy it. Mm. We are starting to see some developers sort of put their toes in the water, so you sort of test it. Yeah, because I think one of the really big things, and I noticed this, I think I think there was an article uh, about a Final Fantasy Final Fantasy Fifteen's director or something saying he literally can't find a switch or whatever. He can't be. find it. It's under the couch. He can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> like he can't find one in Japan. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. No worries. <laughs> and once once they get their hands on it, they're kind of just like, "This is actually really interesting tech." And then well, think about working with it, sort of thing. But you, you know, otherwise you could request a dev kit, and a dev kit costs money. You got to be super careful with it. You know, they just want their own personal Switch so they can mess around and see what they can work with. Yeah, it's like Rockstar announced last week they're bringing LA Noir to the Yes, to the Switch. that's a really strange choice, but okay. That's a really strange choice. I'll roll with it. LA Noir's not a bad game. It's full of bugs and stuff like that because the game was separated into three goddamn discs on every other console it was on. Just the Xbox. Just the Xbox. Wasn't it on the PlayStation? No. Okay, well... Actually, yeah, no, that'll make sense. Has those Blu-ray discs. Yeah, those Blu-ray discs. Those super expensive Blu-rays. Boy. Anyway, um, <laughs> in like, in regards to it, that is the reason they were so buggy. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's separating them into three discs. And I, I understand that it wasn't on PlayStation, but they would have had to have made it to that specific degree to fit the Xbox. And that's what really stuffed it. Mm. And I mean, they worked heavily on that game here. You know, that was... Oh, it was made here. It was made here. Yeah. You know. Um, so, when you think of it from that perspective, it's kind of like, well, we really should be supporting them sort of thing. Um, and I've, I've owned a copy or two, two of L.A. Noir. I've never played it myself. Yeah. See, I bought it on Steam years ago for four bucks. Yeah. yeah. So, I can't see myself buying it again for full price on Switch. As much as, as much as I want to support the Switch... It's just the interesting. Did you, did you play it on PC? Uh, no, I didn't. It is really fun. I'm, okay. sure, I'm sure it is. Yeah. It's um, I I have played a little bit of it again. Gar- like guaranteed, I have not. I, I have hardly touched it, and I'm not an expert at Eleanor by any means. But um, Jade played all the way through, and she liked it. Yep. She's really good, but she's also into that sort of time period, like yeah. sort of thing. Um, and. I played some of it. I thought it was I thought it was pretty decent, but I was like, I'll I'll play it another time. And I never got around to it because by that time I'd given up on my three sixty and that was it. Yeah. Um I, I might buy it if I find it cheaper. You know? Um I would like to be able to especially with Rockstar who you know, their toes going in the waters of the switch is a really strange thing to hear. Same with Bethesda. You know, you're kinda of just like, eh. Yeah, publishers that have never sort of really had a relationship with Nintendo. Yeah, exactly. Especially Bethesda, who's literally never put anything on Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. The only thing Rockstar's put on is what, like, Chinatown Wars and... Well, they put, they put Bully... And um, Bully? Their, their table tennis game and Manhunt 1 on Wii. Right, so okay. So they've, they've, they've dabbled in a few things on Wii. Yeah, but nothing nothing but, to say, like, here's, here's, one of, here's one of our big IP sort of no, things. No, they, they've never had day and date, like, GTA or anything like that. No, no. So, yeah, this could this could mean... It, it won't mean the next GTA. It won't mean Red Dead Redemption 2. Because those games... To be fair, those games don't suit the platform at all. Well, like, no. 
Like, you know, if you you want to be playing Red Dead Redemption, you want it to be looking nice and pretty. Of course. You're not going to get that on Switch. I'm very not... excited for Red Dead, and I will be playing it at its best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. there's there's no question. But it, at the same time, you know, I, I wouldn't be in disagreement to... I'd love to see a GTA Five port. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't be in dis- I wouldn't be in disagreement to seeing like a GTA Five port as much as they're doing like the LA Noir one. You know, yeah, a game like that where it's just about mucking around and being a dickhead, really. Yeah, It'd be great yeah. just to do that on the go. You just like you know, run around stealing cars. Yep, I would not be objective to it. Hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, do you want to? We're going to do a little something different at the moment. <laughs> God. <laughs> So you want to you want to explain this before we do that? Yeah, we just go straight into it. It's like, what the hell's going on? So, to, uh, <laughs> earlier this week, the um, <laughs> extract from the original except except yeah that's what except <laughs> from the original Super Mario Bros. Bros. movie Bros. Bros. <laughs> Bros. movie. So I don't know if I don't know if it got leaked or what happened, but it's come out. <laughs> And uh, we're going to do a reenactment of it because why not? <laughs> do you want to be Mario or Luigi Bros? God, I do a good Mario. Not really, but I do a good Mario. So well, again, I, I, I asked you, I asked you this question before the show. Are you going Boston or are you going? I'm I'm going Italian. Italian, uh, typical Mario. Oh, but Boston. Well, well, you can go Boston. You can. Do, it's your Luigi is your your character. No, because Boston works better with Mario. So I'll I'll leave it. I'll, I'll just. Oh, oh, fine, fine. You do Mario. You do Boston. <laughs> no, you do Boston. I'll do Boston. normal Luigi. Oh God! All okay. right, all right. This is gonna be super jarring. We need you. we need to find it. Okay, we need to find. So parts of the script are very simple, like. <laughs> like <laughs> shut up <laughs> um but we'll find something that's actually worth and there's a couple of other characters so <laughs> like toad I, I was kind of going over myself it's like how the hell are you going to do toad and you're like Mario <laughs> <laughs> oh this is so bad alright uh alright where do we want to start then oh we'll start at the start we're not going to go all the way through it surely there's so much garbage <laughs> here <laughs> There's so much garbage here. <laughs> Guys, if you had ever thought that they'd done anything with the Mario IP, you would never believe, like, the crap that they wanted to put in this movie in the original script. Some of this stuff is crazy. I, I recommend you look it up for yourselves. <laughs> we'll leave we'll leave a link to this in the uh, show notes. Show notes? So you can, you can take a read through it by yourself. Um... I kind of want to do the second one because <laughs> the first one is nonsensical, no point. Okay, 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 go, okay, go. I can't believe this. <laughs> I can't believe this. My business is going down the dumper and I'm walking down a road with a talking fungus. <laughs> this is Toad. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Damn it. I can't do it not laughing. <laughs> Oh no! It's just... <laughs> the, with the, uh, I'm gonna do it. I, oh no! It starts with the slurs, the insults. Well, if you think I'm happy about this, broomface, broomface, I'm gonna tell her today, Mario. I'm gonna tell her today, Mario. I'm gonna tell her that I love her. Big mistake, little brother. Look. <laughs> 
You want to love something? Get a cocker spaniel. If I took, if it, <laughs> if it don't work out between you, you could take it to the park and ditch it. <laughs> With women, it's different. <laughs> Let's just do it again. Get a job. So Mario, hang on. No, this is Mario walks a few steps. Then a flash of realization hits him. He stops, turns, sees Luigi giving the beggar three silver coins. The beggar nods and shuffles away down the road. No, ah, oh, jeez, what are you doing? <laughs> Christ, <laughs> this is so bad. <laughs> God, mommy. Yeah, it's all Mario. Uh, he's the main character. I thought there'd be more. Damn Luigi. right, and I got a score to settle with that guy Cooper. So you gonna help me or just stand there stroking your thing? <laughs> Sorry, Mario, but the princess is in another castle. Who is Beetleman? I've got no idea. Who is Beetleman? I'm trying to remember. I've watched the shitty movie. Probably got rid of him. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. Swing at me again, Merlin. I'll show you where to cram the stick. <laughs> Music starts up again. A veiled dancing girl comes out, dancing seductively in front of Cooper. He lives at her, aroused. Wow. <laughs> so you're saying maybe we'll only have 30, 40 seconds of intense pain? Right. <laughs> Gee, for a minute there, I was worried. <laughs> this is a captivating radio. <laughs> Introduction. Cooper's Castle, Main Hall, Night. Cooper's Stag Party. Seated at the banquet table are Cooper and his cronies. Including Beetleman, Mugger, other troopers, and a Goomba or two. Wine flows freely. Musici- uh, musicians play. <laughs> the atmosphere is loud and bawdy. <laughs> as bawdy as a PG movie can get. What? <laughs> you sure this is scream? Like, that seems so... Wow. Is this an actual... This is... Seriously, is this an actual script? I believe so. Wow. As bawdy as a PG movie can get? Wow. Everybody get on Luigi. <laughs> we'll ride him. It's so, oh, so dank. It's so, so dank. Wow. Toad. So this is this is um, a character called Mugger. Or I don't know if it's just a Mugger. So Mugger glares at Beetleman, who stares and nods. Yeah, I'll let this bastard be. Oh, this script just gets worse. <laughs> Luigi. <laughs> I like it with mushrooms. <laughs> This doesn't even make any sense. Does this make any sense? No, it doesn't. That's the, that's the weird part about this. It's so hard to read. It's just like, what? <laughs> hey, I had to make a few cutbacks. In case you hadn't noticed, we're not in the best financial shape here. And if I don't come up with some cash real soon, I can say a arrivederci to, the main, the, <laughs> to my kneecaps. <laughs> I told you not to borrow any money from old men. <laughs> Hey, I'll make business decisions. I'll make the business decisions. It was either Big Eddie or Chapter 11. What's Chapter 11? Uh, it's uh, the Leffert's chapter. <laughs> yeah, but where is here? I'm sure ain't. Uh, it sure ain't Queen's National Forest. Central Park? <laughs> nah, no beer cans, no dead bodies. I think we're in. The, we're out of the city. So Cooper. Pissy. Pissy? Pissy? What? Pissy? What? 
What? Pissy what? Pissy what? What? The brothers give each other, where the hell are we? Looks. Mario looks behind him and sees. But I don't do that kind of business, Farley. I don't pay bribes. We got laws in this country. This is the US of A. This is America. Luigi turns surprised. Mario, what do you say back there? Mario grabs a wrench. <laughs> Coming to murder you. <laughs> what? So now it just says thromp. Number yeah, thromp number one missed. Then all these signs. Missed explicit. What, what what's it saying? Missed what do you fuck. what do you reckon it's saying? It's saying bastard. Oh, I've not, I have no idea. I I would with most explicits in scripts and stuff. They don't they don't match the lettering. They kind of just all right. Finish it off, brass. Just <laughs> slave labor camp. What? Yeah, let's kick some ass. Oh my god, we read through that whole thing. I'm sure that made absolutely no sense to absolutely everyone listening. But absolutely not, probably not. But like, even okay. reading it here, it doesn't make any sense. No, it makes it makes this is okay. So this is just snippets. This is just snippets of a script that could have they could have made it as an actual movie. Somehow they managed to put in a bunch of swearing and a bunch of killing references and all that stuff in a PG PG film. They wanted to really get it in there, <laughs> but. God, imagine if it went through. Because <laughs> they rewrote this movie like literally ten times, I think. Ten times? I'm really? just throwing numbers out there, Bryce, but they rewrote it a lot of times. Ten... Oh, I'm just in disbelief. Yeah. Ten times. I don't I, I don't know. Because the movie went through just development hell. Oh, of course it went through development hell. As you can I see. I mean, it yeah, is... Obviously, you can see by the end product. It, it, is, it is the most stranger... De- <laughs> Again, we could be talking about bad video game or anime movies, you know, especially with Death Note sparking up the most recent controversy, I guess. Yeah. Like, when you try to turn something that is predominantly of another culture into America, it somehow ends up very, very much worse. Especially when you turn, like, Mario... And this is... No- hang on, wait. This is no offense to, you know, anybody from America that might be trying. It's just... It just doesn't work. Like, it's, mm. it's got to, like, put Mario in Brooklyn and telling him to, you know, st- stop stroking his thingy. Yeah, exactly. Like, do you, <laughs> like, you, you can't, you can't put it more simpler than that. It just... Well, there's a part in that, that bit of the script where Mario obviously has women problems. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, that's, should we, no. He's a happy-go-lucky guy that doesn't have women problems. <laughs> And this is also before Mario had a voice in the games as well. Yeah, so they gave him a Brooklyn accent for some reason. Well, they originally wanted Mario to have a sort of like a rough accent like that. And then they realised how bad it was. Until Charles Martinet like, sort of That's aud- cool. auditioned. He's like, woohoo! Woohoo! Could you imagine if you're playing Super Mario 64? It's like, ugh! Ugh! Damn it, Luigi! I got this toe! <laughs> I got it! <laughs> Bowser, you're going down! I'll shove this plunger right up your ass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh god. Here's a cocky spaniel. Just can we can we take a can we take a minute's grace the fact that Mario is not that bad? <laughs> Mario isn't that bad. I don't Good. think anything's that bad. Well, I don't know. Again, I, I, it's it's sparked up a lot of controversy lately with the with the yet, release of yet another Americanized thing that probably shouldn't have been Americanized. You mm. know. Again, 
Again, no offense to anybody that's trying. It's just if if, <laughs> if, if you've got source material, you really got to stick to it. Yeah. Like, and I, that was the massive problem with this movie as well. Like, the source material is just like there is no source material. Well, there was source material apart from Mario, Luigi. He, then they they he, made he, they're in a mushroom kingdom trying to save a princess, so they put them in Brooklyn and they made made them try to save a princess there. Well, the world was like it's like the dino. The meteor didn't hit the dinosaurs. They they eventually evolved into humanoids. And yeah. Bowser wanted to rule humans as well, so he's trying to merge the dimensions. It's like this isn't this doesn't make sense. <laughs> Especially when you when you get that from the original Super Mario Bros. Well, the thing is, the Super, the Super Mario Brothers Super Show essentially <laughs> did the same thing. Yeah. The difference is is that the Super Mario Brothers Super Show was actually kind of enjoyable. Yeah, and they 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 stuck more to the Mushroom Kingdom. Of course they did. Well, the the actual what, what and it games, was the actual yeah. Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like it was actually true to the source material. Again, it's one of those things. Like, if you're just staying true to the source material, you're not going to piss off anyone. A lot of people really like the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, and they really like the cartoon. You know, that's saying something. That is really saying something. <laughs> like, then you think, I mean, Zelda not so much. The Zelda cartoons just, oh boy, mm. the Zelda the Zelda cartoon just doesn't give off give off the right vibe of Link at all. <laughs> Just as a no. prick, yeah. You know, it, it's when, but when you put when you put Mario in a situation, you kind of just like I don't know. Excuse me, Bryce. It could be. It could just be that the movie was contrasting so bad that it made the Super Mario Brothers Super Show look good, and that's why everybody liked it. That's why. Yeah, that is probably why. <laughs> I like. I've watched the entirety of the cartoon. I watched. I watched all of it, and I. I. I think it's all right. It's got a great outro. Apart from, yeah, it has a great outro, and I like apart from very simple things like Yoshi's voice, like it's not bad. Luigi, you tell me your bedtime story. That, that's how it went. Oh, just... I didn't hear a word you said, but that was about right. Mama Luigi, tell me a bedtime story. Oh yes, YouTube poop. See, that's where we. <laughs> yeah, that's that's where it all comes back around. Is YouTube poop. Mama Luigi, <laughs> tell me a bedtime story. <laughs> Mama Luigi. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a good. That's a good uh, point to end the show. I think. Yeah, but that's before that... we go into too much Mama Luigi talk. Let's let's just let's just celebrate that Mario games are very unique. Yeah, I don't know how that um that read's going to sound back when we listen back to it, but. Hopefully it's not as bad as it sounds when we were doing it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, why not? Why not? That's why right. not? You, it's, 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 you got to try these things. You know what I'm saying? It's one of those, it was one of those things that came out in the past week that was just crazy. Yeah. You know, one of those things that just needs needs clarification and yeah. attention. You reckon we did that? Yeah. Attention? Maybe not clarification. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. You can find me on Twitter at iDruby. You can find Bryce on Twitter at Bryce DeWitt. And you can find the show on Twitter at The House of Mario. We both do Twitch streams. I'm uh, iDruby. And Bryce, what are you doing on Twitch these days? Uh, I haven't touched my Twitch in a little bit. I noticed that. Why? (sighs) Just, all right. I'll just explain it to you after the show. I intend to get back into it soon, but I had to do a bunch of stuff with my setup for me to be in a more comfortable setting and it required me taking a lot of furniture apart 
<laughs> All right, you've done it the other day, weren't you? I'm making yeah. new furniture, yeah. My 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 room's been completely shifted around. Yeah. So I I, I took a, some time off for at least a couple of weeks to do some things. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but you can find me at IV Reven on Twitch and at Price to Wit on Twitter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And please join our Discord if you would like to have a chat with fellow Nintendo fans and ourselves. We're always happy to talk about fun things. Popping in there. And, and, and non-fun things, you know. <laughs> Bryce, how's the economy going? The economy? I don't know. Up, 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 Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> you, can find the sh- you can find the show on iTunes and SoundCloud. And please rate, review, subscribe. Whatever you do on those platforms, it helps the show out a lot. It helps... Uh, new people find it and uh, hopefully like it maybe 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 know. after that transcript yeah after that transcript I don't know what's going on <laughs> and uh, each and every week we bring you Nintendo Jukebox where we put some cool Nintendo tunes in your ears this week I found a Pokemon theme cover I love Yay. Pokemon theme covers yeah, it's boy. by Little V Mills Woo. he does awesome metal remixes of lots of video game music mm-hmm. and I recommend you go and watch him on YouTube SoundCloud whatever other do it yeah, do it. Do it. We've got Lord, Listen Lord, to him. Emperor Palpatine here saying, go and look at a little V Mills. Do it. Yeah, do it. Just do it. <laughs> anyway, guys, hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next week. Catch ya. <laughs>